Hello, my name is Jason and welcome to DesignCast. It's a podcast where I interview a wide range of guests and ask the question, how do you design education? Why is this important? Students all learn differently and need varied teaching methods to be successful. It is more important now than ever to accommodate and personalize education for all students as much as possible. I use my 25 years of experience as an educator to ask questions and to learn about the exciting things people are doing to provide for all students and their unique perspectives. Each episode, I chat with guests from all over the world, from classroom teachers, authors, consultants, and beyond. We chat around a range of topics that we feel are important right now. Will you join me in this journey to learn and grow together? If it's your first time here, welcome. Thank you so much for taking the time to check it out. If you like this podcast, please leave a review, rate, subscribe, share, and download from your preferred podcasting app. This helps the podcast get discovered by new listeners. Also, please use the hashtag DesignCast when discussing your thoughts and feedback on your favorite social media platform. To connect with me, I would love to hear from you. Thanks for listening. So let's get on with the episode. On this episode of DesignCast, I was joined by Pim Aurora. Pim is currently working at the Western Academy of Beijing with me. We have talked all about collaborating on an episode for a really long time, and now we have finally done it. She details her journey as an international student herself to her current role in education. You do not want to miss this episode, so sit back, relax, and enjoy this chat with Pim. Welcome back to another episode of DesignCast, and I'm so excited to have Pim Aurora with me today. Pim, how are you? I'm good. I, I can't wait to chat with you about everything that's going on in the uh, design education world at uh, the Western Academy of Beijing, where we're both at. And so, Pim, listen, uh, there's going to be people listening who unfortunately don't know you yet, and that's their loss. And so I want you just to give me a little bit of kind of the quick intro to, to who you are and, and how you got where you are now. I just want to say I'm really excited because I've been following you for quite some time and watching or listening to these design casts, and I'm like, I actually can't believe I'm on one now. <laughs> <laughs> I can't so, believe you're on you. either. I'm excited to have you. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm Pim, and I am a high school NYP DP design teacher at Western Academy of Beijing. I'm from, I was born in Thailand, in Bangkok, um, but my family has moved around because my father was a diplomat. So different uh, places around the world, in international schools, um, graduating from international school, Bangkok. You know, I, it's, it's fun teaching these students when I used to be sitting in their, in their chairs <laughs> as well. So it's very similar feelings and stories. That's awesome. That's awesome. So where did you go to university and stuff? Um, I went to Syracuse first in New York, upstate New York. You know, their football is the best. And then um, <laughs> and then I did a um, postgraduate diploma in London 
um, okay. at London Metropolitan University in usability. So, um, oh, cool. yeah, so that's kind of the background of where the technology design type kind of got, I got exposed to that there. Dude, that's awesome. I didn't realize you had that in the the usability department. That's that's right. really super cool. And I know that that's going to come into play, I'm sure, when we, uh, a little bit later in our chat. <laughs> so. But funnily enough, like the usability thing, um, when I graduated in, in early 2000s in, in London from with that degree, okay. usability was not a thing. It was, it wow. was something that was not, actually not really prioritized yet. So um, it wasn't well known. And the more everything just started going in technology and interfaces and, you know, making people happy with their products, what they're paying for, it became a standard. But that took about seven to 10 years after I got that degree. Wow, you're a trailblazer. So you really are one of those students that has this education that is for a job you don't even really know where it's going yet you know a lot like our kids that we're teaching yeah. now right so you can empathize with them even more yeah wow that's super cool man so um with usability what did you do were you did you go straight into education or what did you no. what did you do when you finished so with that i went back to thailand to work i got a job with um a telecom company one of the biggest one of the bigger ones there like it's now called true it used to be called Telecom Asia. And then I started kind of being part of this project management team that would try and sell technology and products. And with that team, the usability part of it came when I was trying to explain how to use something to the client. <laughs> yeah. And um, I mean, the manuals were not usable they were not understandable they weren't they were not step by step in the way that our brain works you know so um it started there kind of simplifying complicated things and interfaces putting like i was part of um the like development team in the call centers and these call centers had um like 18 screens open at one time so we were trying to build an interface that integrated all those screens to lessen the time on a on a call. So it's just like, you know, started with that. So it went from screens to tabs, right? <laughs> yeah, or like windows, like small windows, windows. inside. <laughs> right. Oh my goodness. That's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. Wow. So, so we've come so far. I mean, seriously, like it's it's so interesting to hear how far we've come. If you think about that, I mean, uh, uh -huh. I know I, when I say things to my my own children or my students to say, like, I'm older <laughs> than cell phones or I'm older yes. than but with the <laughs> Internet we know of. Right. So. Uh, it yeah. just kind of blows their mind, and so it's kind of fun to hear those kind of yeah. stories, and that's that's super cool. Thanks, thanks, yeah. Tim. So, so I guess how long did you do that? Uh, I did that for like four or five years, and then I jumped into um, the advertising industry, which is really ah. where really where uh, the creative part started, and uh, at like advertising and creative and marketing part. 
of design. So I went, I was working on those interfaces, but then because where I was working required me to do marketing and advertising, then I started to simplify language and, and, um, visuals, you know, or like call to actions, you know, so it's trying to read the mind of the client or the customer or your audience and then um, speaking that language, you know, getting them to do something for some, you know, a reason or, or not, you know, so it, it is really fun, actually. And it was super high pressure. And at the time and at that age, I was looking for that. I wanted that pressure and work hard, play hard kind of mentality and um, the people in Thailand, the marketing and advertising industry there is so advanced and so fun and colorful. I just really wanted to be a part of that. And um, yeah, so I went, I went on doing it to myself to managing a team's teams that can do it, you know? So the whole process of getting the client, getting all their, what what it is that they're looking for, and then doing the research and then talking to the team and having them come up with ideas and seeing if it matches or not, you know? Um, that whole process, the, the whole, you know, real design um, mm-hmm. process is awesome when it comes from just words and a meeting with someone into a real tangible wow. product that you can hold or even that you can see or feel yeah it's it's really amazing and when that product is successful that's even more amazing you know so it's like sure. uh, it makes everybody you know happy uh so sure. it, there was that there was that part of it as well in the advertising part and in industry that's pretty sweet. I can only imagine yeah. that those experiences help when you're talking about the design cycle in school. Yeah. So how did you make the jump into teaching and being in education? Well, I think like that pressure, the it, it, it started to eat away <laughs> at me because I was, um, it really was a whole lot of pressure, but I started thinking about like who was this benefiting and what for, you know, I kind of had a little like epiphany that I wanted to either work in an NGO and do marketing or work in a school and do marketing. And the school came first as somewhere else to work. But then I ended up really enjoying the relationships in a school and like hanging out with just teachers and um, students, like the students were learning from my experiences. I really enjoyed sharing that. And I wasn't a teacher yet, you know, so I had a an old boss. He, he recommended that I become a teacher or get certified because he saw that I was pretty comfortable just talking and explaining things <laughs> pretty slow or pretty simple because of the user- right. usability part, you know, so... Right. That got me into um, education. Yeah, that's awesome. And, you know, Pim, I mean, we're we're really lucky where we are because we have an awesome team uh, of people with a really, really varied background. Many people did not start in education, especially in design and sometimes like in art and other places. But, um, Mm -hmm. you know, a lot of people have come from different backgrounds. It's so cool to hear your background and how that lends itself to making you a better educator. And so... I want to be respectful of your time, and I really want to hear about this this one thing that I know people are going to be super interested in hearing because we could talk about things all night, but I want to hear about your precious plastics 
topic or unit that you do with students? Precious Plastics is a global open source organization that Uh share their resources for you to apply in any context you like to recycle plastics. I started it as a as a day nine in the day nine is just like giving the kids um, a choice to do something for service for you know something to do with sustainability let's uh-huh. try precious plastics right, right. and i right. saw in right. our workshop that we have such a big workshop i, I saw we had every single big machine <laughs> that we needed <laughs> we needed yeah. to do this but um you know they were they were being used as much so i asked the middle oh, school yeah. team i'm like can i uh use your machines and they're like go right ahead right so <laughs> i took advantage of their kindness yeah. and i started right. collecting all sorts of plastic i started asking around um different colors started sorting it started experimenting first with flat sheets and i realized that it's not hard to recycle not not every day, but if you just wanted to just play around a bit, it's not that hard. And um, I started making laser cutting shapes out of the flat sheets. Then I started reading more and you can get silicone mold and make plant pots out of it. Okay. Um, you can make, get chocolate silicone molds and bake those and you can make little pendants out of it or whatever, I made a gingerbread house shape out of it, you know, I realized that, and then with the waste that comes with that, you can then make jewelry. So it's just completely 100% recycled and showing these kids that it is possible and you can sell it and make money out of, out of garbage. It's garbage, right? So, yeah. And then also be creative with the jewelry and start, start thinking differently a little bit and see how, you know, something can look good out of nothing. So then we started doing that on one branch and then another branch, we started actually the client services side of it, which is now more finding clients, making what they asked us to make and then charging for it, you know. So it's like a small business. The kids really love the social aspect of it and being there every single day nine and they love like experimenting with the colors and then, you know, we have students that love the making the signs and posters for awareness. And then we have kids uh-huh, that love uh-huh. doing the project management part of it for the client services and talking to adults and all that, you know? So I'm trying to just show what it's really like. I mean, not, it's not, it's similar like that, like in the, in the industry, you know? Right. Very small, You're a perfect very person small. for that, man. You're, you're ideal yeah. to help them without all the different, different aspects of, of how this works. I mean, like I was walking through the high school the other day and saw the tabletop of one of the oh, yeah. one of the coffee tables that you guys made. Just for anyone listening, day nine is a day that we don't have classes and students have a choice of the kinds of activities they do throughout the day and teachers can offer all kinds of different options. And so, um, yeah, it's a great opportunity for that. And I think anytime students are experienced as something where they're being very practical and very um, authentic with their with their choices, I think is super good for them. They love doing, like, uh, you know, some of them love doing, they're able to follow their passion and what they're interested in as a not academic, you know, in their, it's so good. They, they, they chose what they wanted to do. You want to work on the creative part, then go do that mm. part, but you have to produce, right? And then 
Right. You want to work on finding clients or talking to other adults that want our products? Again, go ahead and do that and let me know how it goes, you know? And then, like, I'm just there for to show them, like, the workshop stuff. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. And that's, that, that's awesome, Pim. I can't wait. I'm actually going to use one of my day nines to check out what you do with that. I really am trying so hard to get over there for you guys to... I want to I want to watch this whole thing unfold and <laughs> yeah maybe we could share some photos um when the when the episode drops and we can talk a little bit about you know here's some products that you yeah. guys have made and and it's part of a larger scheme which we have at our school about sustainability and so what are you doing with sustainability at web the the sustainability uh strategic part of the new strategic yeah. direction of the school is mm-hmm. Uh, sustainability, environmental okay. sustainability, everything sustainable. I was asked to lead the high school as a lead teacher in sustainability as a team. So there's it goes across all the divisions, but as a team, the four of us uh, work on, of course, we do our activities regarding like environmental sustainability and all that, but we work on the systems of sustainability. So we are working to on our curriculum documentations, right? Our our system for that. Then we're looking at systems for um, the systems thinking and all that, you know. So it's just like trying to dig deeper with sustainability in mind, right? So we have advocated. The school has pledged to be a global school you know, integrating SDGs wherever possible and encouraging it. We have an, an audit coming up with Metanoia. Mm-hmm. So it's starting already. Uh, so it's a sustainability audit that will identify places we could improve as a school, infrastructurally, economically, you know, all of that aesthetically to, and then uh, that audit will lead us to celebrate so many things as well as improve so many things you know so that is in process right now and i'm very excited about how that will turn out i'm excited too i think it's going to be a great process of Uh growth um and i i feel that um i see it in the students i hear it in the staff i hear the community talking about it so that's what we want right that awareness that we we can do our part every day a little bit at a time and so it's awesome that you're you're part of that thank you for being a part of that in our community Pim, it's, yeah. it's awesome to have you here. <laughs> Listen, Pim, um, we've reached very close to the end of our time. Thank you so much. It's Can you believe it's so fast? It goes by so yeah. quickly. Yeah. I know. You're natural. You're a total natural. <laughs> you should have your own podcast, man. I'd listen to it, talking about sustainability <laughs> and, and, and marketing and 19 screens. But uh, <laughs> So, Pim, I'm going to make sure that people in the show notes have a way to reach out to you and, yep. and, and get to know you a bit more. I have one last question for you. And that is, if you could go back in time and talk to your younger self, what would you tell yourself? I would say, so I had a teacher ask us in 10th grade, who here is going to be a teacher? Who here plans to be a teacher growing up? And only three out of like 15 raised their hand. I did not raise my hand. So (laughs) I would say, never say never to becoming a teacher. Oh, that's so funny. That's the best decision I have made in a while. I... Um, I don't regret it at all. It's super fun. Well, Pim, listen, thank you so much. You can come back anytime. 
I hope you'll accept my invitation to come back anytime sure. to so talk much. about everything that you're doing. And it's so great to to see you and to hear about the great things you're doing. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. I hope that you enjoyed that episode of DesignCast. Again, I'm Jason. I am the creator and host and one-man band when it comes to this podcast. I sincerely hope you enjoyed it. And please share it with your colleagues and friends and help me network with those folks who you think will benefit from listening to this podcast. If you own a company or you have connections where you would like to partner with me in this podcast, whether it be sponsorship or product reviews or any other possible services, please reach out to me. My contact information is in the show notes and I cannot wait to hear from you. I only do this because I love talking to people and I love sharing my passion with all the listeners. So if you are interested in possibly being a future guest, please reach out and get in touch. I can't wait to hear from you. I really want to hear about how this podcast and its guests are helping you become better or to enrich your lives. Thank you so much for listening and until next time. Be good to one another. This podcast is a proud member of the Teach Better Podcast Network. Better today, better tomorrow, and the podcast to get you there. Explore more podcasts at www.teachbetterpodcastnetwork.com. We'll see you on the next episode. 